Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This week, I have my guest, Dr. Judy Oscom. I get to interview her about the Swift and Strength Finders personality assessment, and she is a joy. I just could talk to her all day long, but I know that you are going to enjoy it, too. I met her after I had done an interview with Wendy Conklin over at Tara Whimsey, and she had shared with me the benefits that she had found in doing the uh, Strength Finders assessment. So I thought I'd give it a try, and boy, I was so glad I did. I can't wait for you to listen as Judy shares with us uh, some of the benefits of learning your strengths and how to manage them, which is some of the benefits that I got when I did a coaching session with her, and I later joined a class that she offers that she is offering a great discount to you guys for. But I know you're going to love this. She is such a joy. Judy, thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love it if you would introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Judy Oscom, and I am, uh, first of all, a mom, but I'm a university professor at Texas State University, uh, and I'm the director of the School of Journalism and Mass Communication. And I, I'm also a Gallup certified strengths coach and a tiny habits coach. And so I got into that because I was trying to provide some more value add for my students and my faculty. Well, that is actually how I met you. Um, uh, Wendy Conklin had from Chair Whimsey had suggested that I should look into taking the strength finders test and she recommended you to me. So I reached out to you and I took the test and then I was able to do a session with you, and it was great. It was so wonderful. I've had both my salespeople take the test now. Great, great. <laughs> so, and great. I will probably end up getting a session with you for them as well because it was I so helpful. It. Um, and let me tell you, all three of us are totally different. So it it's worked good. out. I, yes. I know. I love that. So now if I hire another one, they got to be that fourth <laughs> quadrant, you know, so, yeah, yeah. so that we're all different. But I... It, uh, in sales, people have always said, oh, you, you are the top for that, or you are the perfect person for sales or whatever. And they think you have to be outgoing or you have to be whatever. But I think taking the strength finders test was a perfect example to me that anybody can do sales. They just have to make it work with their own strengths. And based on my results, I can see where I've been doing this for a long time. So I had plenty of time to, to work on. Um, my, what, what was hard for me and what was easy for me. Um, but I, I have, I'm really high in, um, ideation, I think is number one for me. Correct. Number two was competition. So I was, I'm able to, um, think of a lot of different ways to get out and do cold calls or meet people or whatever. It may not necessarily be the traditional way. And, um, then when I saw that competition, I make everything a game to make it more fun for me. So I'll want to do it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I have your results right here. <laughs> so we, you're exactly spot on. You and I share our top talent is ideation. 
And that means we are full of ideas. It's like popcorn going off in our head. So the positive of that, what I call the superpower of that is that we can have an idea for everything. The negative of that is we have so many ideas, it's hard to put or to rein it all in. So like you and I talked about, it's better when someone's talking to us, say, give me three really good ideas. Well, we can kind of hone in on those three, right? Yes. So that's been real helpful for me as well. So you and I share ideation and I love people who share the same trait and talent because we can really brainstorm really well. We, you, you and I can sit and talk about ideas all day long. And so yes. that's really important. And I'm so glad that you embrace this because I really have found that um, Gallup Clifton Strengths is really transformational. Um, when I took it, uh, I got into this about 2017, 2018, and, and I went to the big training and I did, you know, weeks worth of training. And I, and I started that Monday and thought, what are they going to talk about for a week? <laughs> what are they going to talk about for a week? Then I got to Friday and said, oh, I want more, 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 because it really does. And let me just give you a little background about Gallup Clifton Strengths, because it really is grounded in, in 50 years of research. And it was started by uh, Don Clifton. And he, he really started this because he wanted to find out what, what's right with people, not always what's wrong with people. And that's what, where I love to work with entrepreneurs and salespeople and business leaders, because I tell them, forget about your weaknesses. Focus on your strengths. And that's something we don't hear that often because everyone is like, fix your weaknesses. And what are three ways to fix your weaknesses? My thing is ignore your weaknesses and lean into your strengths. And I think that's what you found when you took this. And didn't you see a lot of yourself in your, in your results? Oh, yes. And it wasn't just, and, and then when I had Jamie take the test, I saw all hers too. I mean, it was just, Right. Clearly, it was like reading about her. She's very detail oriented and like I can make a decision split second won't bother me a bit. But for her, she can't be confident in her decision until she has really researched that. And um, and I, I had already learned that we've been working together about five years. So I had already learned somewhat of that. But this helped me so much because we are totally pretty much opposite. We can't we. We share a couple of things. Um, we both will research things. Um, so there's a, I wish I had it in front of me, but we, she and I share a couple of things that that makes us work really well together. But then the things that we don't are opposite ends. And then I had my third salesperson take it. And it's so funny because I was, I compared when Jamie took her test, I took mine and I marked off the things that we were pretty strong in, like the top 10. So that, but there was this, there were a whole bunch that neither one of us were strong in, like some of the bottom for both Mm -hmm. of us. And so woo was one of them. Now you may know more about woo than I do, but it, um, do you have the definition of woo? Yes, I do. It's, it, it stands for winning others over. If you're enjoying this podcast, please follow, rate, and share with a friend. And if you're looking for more content just like this, head over to my website and sign up for the weekly newsletter. Enjoy the rest of the episode.
and and uh, someone, for example, that has woo will walk into a party and meet everybody there, but yeah. they won't get that. They, they won't really get into some deep conversations. They're not really that concerned about that. You, on the other hand, you have relator number 11 and relators number six for me. And I work with my, 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 my work husband, I guess you could say has relator number one. And Relator, on the other hand, will go into a party and they might kind of get in the corner with a couple of people. They'll get to know them very well. They'll know where their kids go to school. They'll know the details. That's probably more you than go into and be the life of the party and meet everybody and not get real deep, right? Yes. So when Jamie and I looked at our results, I said, boy, we need some woo. Because woo (laughs) is one of the things you expect a sales rep to have. Sure. You, I mean, and, and I have been very successful and my woo is pretty low. You, you have my results yeah. there. 20, 24 out of 34. It's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and again, keep in mind, it's not that we don't have all of these talents. We just need to dial them up a little more. So yeah, you, think of you, these. Yeah. Think of these as tools and sort of like you're going to dial it up. So you consciously can walk into a room and say, I got to dial up my woo. And I got to, I got to go to that chamber of commerce deal and I got to schmooze. So <laughs> you, you can do that. It's not that you don't have all of these. It's not that you don't have consistency, which is your number 34. <laughs> it's that's low for me too, but you and I don't like to do the same thing every time. Yes. Um, there are a lot of people who do, maybe your assistant is really good with deliberative and consistent. Yes, and that's Mary. what we need. We need to understand that give and take. Yes. And so, so that's, yeah, yeah. That's the way to think of them. It's not that you don't have it. You just need to dial up your woo a little bit. <laughs> I love good. that. Cause you, you, you told me that in our strategy session and the way I look at that. So focus for me is like number, what number, number 10, focus? number okay. 10. Number so 10. in order for me to focus, I got to get all of those other nine things out of my way. Exactly. Or I can't focus. I mean, so when you, when you explain that to me about dialing it up, to me, it made me say, these other things will get in my way. If I have the opportunity, I will do these before I will mm-hmm. focus. Mm-hmm. And so I have to make sure that I square all that away before I start to focus. Or that's the way I look at it. Since you have <laughs> did yeah. that session yeah. with me, that's kind of, I remind myself, okay, you, you need to focus. So you're going to have to push this because, you mm-hmm. know, with the ideas coming, it's the opposite of the focus. So I can't let new ideas come in while I need to focus. And so when Jamie and I took the test, we didn't have any woo. Our our woo was low. I'm sorry. We got some, but it was low. We got some. And and so we, it's just not our strongest thing, but our other sales rep is high on woo. It's like one of her top 10. And it's so interesting because we're all so different. And I love it. I love that as their manager, I get the opportunity to say, okay, they're different than me. They're going to need to be led in a different way than than what I am. And so it has really helped me. And that's one of the reasons that I was so excited to have you share uh, because I think it, and I've, I've also got another one of my employees now who signed up to take the test. He hasn't taken it yet. And I'm getting on to him to make sure he gets it done because it's so interesting to me. It's so fun. It's so fun. There's there's not a negative here and it's fun. And you learn how to, how to really 
maximize your strengths and you will, and this is where I marry it together. I have sort of a four-step process that I kind of use with, with students for years. And I started using it with, with clients and I call it my, my playbook, if you will. The first is discover your strengths. So take the Gallup Strengths Finder, you know, learn your strengths. Number two, manage or forget your weaknesses, really. This is where we, we, we give ourselves permission to do that. You don't need to, to keep fixing those weaknesses if you can compensate on the strength side. Number three, and I added, you know, this is something that, that, I, that I really believe in is understand the science of change. And if you understand behavior design, you can build in your habits. This is where the tiny habits comes in. So every time you start thinking you need to focus, okay, what's the habit you're going to do to, to stop that and to really get into your zone of genius. So again, that's another thing. And then you know, number four is take action. So started using that and started doing and adding some compassion sprinkled in with the pandemic, of course, you know, but I think that's important to know. And all of that led to um, a course. So, so I created a course with BJ Fogg um, who wrote the book, Tiny Habits, the small changes that change everything and, and uh, did a course and, and it's called strengths, tiny habits and strengths for entrepreneurs. And so that course is something that, that I've just started to sort of roll that out, but it allows people that take the course a chance to learn their top five Gallup strengths. And then they learn how to integrate those strengths and build some habits around that. And it's targeting entrepreneurs and business leaders. But I just saw such transformation with, with people once they learn this. And then I thought, okay, now I need to give them a tool for what to do with now that they know their strengths. Some of the stuff you and I talked about, you know? Yeah. 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 So I love that. And as you know, since we pointed out, consistency is pretty low down on the list for me. <laughs> me too. Um, me too. I, but I guess when you work on like through your program, it will help with that, even if it's some, because I find oh, it sure. pretty hard for me to, to do something over and over, like you're saying. Um, but then at the same time, there's some things that I have a habit of doing uh, that is hard for me to break. So I'm, I'm sure I could build better habits. Sure, sure. Well, and, and again, when you look at habits are behaviors and that's how we actually get things done. You know, we can think about it all day long, but until we take action and do it, and that's where building those successful habits comes in. But I think first, you know, the number one thing that I think an entrepreneur needs to know to be successful is their strengths. They need to know what they can do and how to do it. So yeah. it's about the what and it's about the how. And that's where I find that, that you know, Gallup Strengths has really been successful. You can take other strengths type courses as well. And, you know, the Myers-Briggs is also interesting, you know, to know, but it doesn't give you, uh, I think, some action-oriented steps that you can really take like Gallup. And to me, it's such, it's, it's the research that really, really helps drive it home for me. Yeah, that's what I really, I've taken several of them. Mm -hmm. um, there is another one that I've taken. I can't remember the name of it, but my number one thing in it was an appreciation for beauty. And so for that, I was a little disappointed when I took it because I thought, well, what am I going to do with that? 
But yeah. with the with I could like you're pointing out with the Gallup, if you take it, you're gonna see. Oh, I I, I can do something with this. Exactly, exactly. And again, it's it's um. And I asked this question back in 2017 or whenever I did that training. I, I asked the question or uh, well, what if someone has their strengths, uh, you know, has a talent but they don't use it? And the the uh, trainer said, well, that could happen, but that's where Gallup really explains, I think, very well that talent plus time equals strength. Oh, so if good. you have the talent and you put the time in to learn how to use it, just like an Olympic athlete, they might be talented, but if they don't practice, they're not going to win. Mm, so it's, it's very similar to, you know, the talent plus time. So I always tell students, especially talent plus time equals strength. So you have the natural talent. If you choose not to really, you know, show up and do the work, you have to do the work for everything. But again, I think that's where some of the habit formation and the, and the celebration comes in. And I think it really helps to really understand, you know, the science of change. And, you know, BJ Fogg has a great behavior design model um, that really is very simple. And let me just give it to you. It, it's an illustration, but behavior, the B equals M-A-P. So if you see a big B and then equals M-A-P. Behavior equals motivation plus ability and prompt. So behavior happens when motivation and ability and prompt happen at the same time. So, you know, we all might want to do something that would be our, our motivation. And BJ is always saying, oh, take on and do what you want to do first. Make the changes in the area that you want to do first. So again, thinking of Ability then is your capacity to do the behavior. And then the prompt is the actual cue. And he, it really does help to really drill down in some of that and understand that, that there is a formula for this. And it's very simple. And then the ending is an ABC model where anchor is A, B is the behavior, and the C is the celebration. So find the anchor to whatever it might be when I sit down at my desk, I will do what, and then I will celebrate. It sounds so simple, but by those small, it's like taking baby steps. And if you can do that for, for example, if you have a project to do and you're, you're sitting at your desk, maybe every time you open your computer or every time you log on to LinkedIn, you'll make one contact and then you'll celebrate. And your celebration might be, yay, I, you know, I made a contact. But, but I try and help students to, to understand, build these into your workflow so that when you are on LinkedIn, make a contact, make one contact. So again, building in a habit and making it a habit. So again, I like taking the strengths and layering on the behavior design to actually then impact change and transform. And I think it really helps in, 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 in the business world, you know. Oh, yeah. So now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing if you look at the strengths with someone mm -hmm. and then they tell you what they're looking to do or maybe develop stronger, then you will give them some help, some tips on how oh, to, yeah. to, oh, make, yeah. to bring that out. I would also guess, I know this is the way it is for me, if I pick the areas where my strengths are, it's easier for me to get up to speed more quickly. 
than exactly. it is if I'm ba- battling some of the things that's a little harder. So if a friend and I are both wanting to reach one destination, we may not be able to get there the same way. If I try to do it the way my friend does, based on their strengths, it may be right. harder for me. But if I take a look at it based on where my strengths are and I change the process to use my strengths. I mean, this is the way that now I will be leading my sales reps. I mean, I want them to be able to, to go out there with their strengths. And I read, I read once that you have to watch getting your top sales rep to train a new rep because they'll be going out there and they'll be, you know, killing it. And the, new sales rep, it just seems so overwhelming because their personalities are different and they have to catch up to that. And since I've taken this, the strength finders and I've had my reps do it, I can see why I can, the way I do it may not be the best way uh, for them to get up there quickly. If they try to do it my way, it will work. It always works, but it's going to be harder for them, take them a little longer than it does Um, If I take into account what comes easy for them first and then lead them that direction. And and also, too, for them to understand that um, everyone has their own way and their own individual talents and how they can achieve the goal, whatever the goal is, as you know, you know, your whole company is built on selling with charm and the style and the and the 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 whole um, brand is built around doing it a different way than I think we think of stereotypical sales, right? We think yes. of hard driving sales <laughs> and cutthroat sales. And again, there are a lot of different ways to do it. So so part of it is giving someone, empowering someone to understand what I call their superpowers. Yes. And I, I, I've just heard it. I, I've heard people say, oh my gosh, until I saw this, I never understood why I did this or I did that. And it helped me understand, oh, no wonder, you know, you and I, you have includer number 33. For me, it's 34. So, so I have it very low, but I have a colleague um, who really understands this very well. And she has partnered with me on some training and she will say, hey, you have included really low. I'll make sure everyone is at the meeting. I'll be the one because I know you don't like doing that. And I said, well, I don't not like it. I think I've already done it. I think yes. I've already told them about the event. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I need to tell them again. But my colleague will say, well, yeah, you really do. Hey, I'll go ahead and do it. And likewise, she has command in her top 10. And I want her at the beginning of every meeting because she can walk into a room and people listen to her and she's got that. That's her superpower. So I know when I have a project and I had a grant project that I put her involved, I involved her with it, whether she wanted to or not, but I did. And she was phenomenal because I put her at the beginning. She got, she set the tone and then I put her at the end and she tied it up and put a bow on it. And it was just magic, but because we understood, and I think now she probably knows what I was doing because she's lived in the, and that, and that's the value of this. And, you know, when you get your sales team together and one thing that 
that we do is we put together a grid so you can see sort of in color and you can see where you guys uh, overlap in areas. And again, the four domains of, of the Gallup Clifton Strengths are executing, influencing, relationship building, and strategic thinking. So I was coaching a group of faculty uh, last, uh, last month, and some of them said, well, we're really low on the influencing part. And I said, well, yeah, but you have a lot of the you know, relationship building and you're already on a team. So there are ways to sort of compensate as long as you're aware of it. And, and part of it is now they have a language they can say, and my, my colleague that I was re referring to, they will say in a meeting, hey, turn up your relator a little bit. We need you to clue in on this or turn down this. You know, they'll <laughs> say, dial this up and dial that down. So it, it will give you guys, I think, some really good strategic um, um, process things that I think you can use. And it's fun. You can have a lot of fun with this. That's yeah. the thing. It's, it, it's just not a negative. I, I made my husband take this. <laughs> and now he knows. You and I have futuristic really high, too. Futuristic is number four for you. I think it's number three for me. So it helped me tell him he's got futuristic way down on the bottom, like 30 something, but it helped him to see, this is why I keep saying, well, what are we going to do in five years? What are we going to do in five years? And he was thinking about lunch, right? <laughs> right. So again, it really helps. It also helped for me to see, and he won't mind me sharing, but harmony is his number one. He likes things to be harmonious. He doesn't like conflict. He likes everything. Well, for me, harmony is kind of low. I don't mind a little discussion <laughs> because I'm looking at the end goal. He's looking at it differently. So it really helped our marriage. And we've been married for a long, long time. I won't say how many years, but a long time. I so. love that. Yeah. So tell me, have you ever had an experience where there was something missing from the team? You knew there was and and you added that and it made a difference. Well, I'm in the process of working on that right now. I have I'm working with another group right now. And um, I think I have the final meeting in about two weeks and then I'll know how they're going to gel. Mm -hmm. I think I think they'll see how that. The leader of this group is very um, professional, very empathetic, a very caring leader. And I think she will do the right thing. Part of it is if you're dealing, it all depends on how the manager reacts to this as well. Yeah. So it's that relationship. I just did a, a panel presentation um, in Vegas at the Broadcast Education Association meeting uh, Saturday. Oh. And the topic was on mentorship. And the, you know, my, my title of my presentation was, um, it's personal. It's got to be, get personal faculty development. It's got to be personal development, not only professional development. So to me, that's the difference is if your colleagues and your leadership can really see this as a growth, a growth mindset opportunity for the individual. If it's one of those classes where we all have to go to the class and sit there and listen to the training, uh, we hate those. This is so different because it's personal. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's the yeah. difference for me, you know? And you can use it everywhere. So I Every, can just in, in your see, life. Yeah, in your life. Yeah, I, I can see, like, I really want to find that fourth person for my team. I'm going to test everybody in my office, I think, to find one. Because yeah. I have discovered that even, and Jamie and I have worked together for five years, and I knew we were different. But she will see things that I might not think of. Sure. And I will see things that she might not think of. Right. And I I can just see for a sales team or any team, but specifically for my sales team, I would love to have that fourth group of strengths that I could put us all together on a project Mm -hmm. to see how different it would be. Um, Because I think I just think it would just um, make you more competitive Oh, yeah. And a stronger team. I'm just oh, interested yeah. to find it. I'll let you know when I find one. Let me know. Let me know because once you do your three, we can see where the holes are. And it might be that you write the job description about around that. You know? Oh, yeah. So, you could help me do that, I guess. Yes, right? yes. And, and okay. be thinking about, you know, how if you want someone, say, with high woo, you want someone that that is a, an expert um uh, influencer, an expert, a, a expert negotiator, maybe, mm-hmm. or something where we put in some keywords that tie back to the strengths. Yes. And again, that might give you some things. Now, Gallup doesn't really like to make this a hiring um, test or assessment, but to me, it's a personal development. I tell my students, put it on your LinkedIn, put your five talents on your LinkedIn. It's a conversation starter. And it also gives you, I think it gives you some direction and sort of a North Star when you're thinking of growing in a certain way, especially if you're looking for a new opportunity or a new position, you know, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I'm, I'm just a real advocate for it because I've seen such transformation. Uh, you've heard, heard some of it from, from Wendy, I think too. And yes, you know, Wendy yeah. and I talked about it and, and I, I know her so well, and she knows me so well. So we kind of talk back and forth, but I know with Wendy, it's going to be about that next achievement and yes. how she can use her focus to, to really dive in. And that's, that's what you're talking about. And you've got that in your top 10. So part of it is dial that up and dial everything else down and dive into that project. So yeah, that, that fantastic. Is mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how would you recommend, would you put, if you're going to put that on your LinkedIn? So I'm a coach. I've been considering sure. putting this on there. Cause I think, uh, especially sure. like the ideas, I never run out of those ideas and, and, and you're uh, futuristic and also strategic. You've got strategic in your top 10, and that means you naturally see the path. You naturally see four, uh, four ways to achieve something. Uh, the challenge with us, because I have that as well, is explaining that to others so they follow us, right? Yes. yes. So yeah, I, I would just, I would just yeah, 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 you have to explain it. I would put that in just bullets on, on your Gallup Clifton strengths and just do your top five. Okay, awesome. Yeah, okay. yeah, All right. yeah. That's I great. think that's just sort of a value add. It's a talking point. Okay. That's really good. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? I I think, I think mainly is, is if, if people are, are, are interested, I I love to talk with uh, entrepreneurs and thought leaders and creative makers who, who have um, 
really experience change and creativity. And that's the name of my podcast, you know, stories of change and creativity. And I'll be tapping you to be on there later on too. So I look forward to that because I'm, I'm fascinated with the stories and how did someone get from here to there? What did they do to get there? And that's part of the process that I, that I am fascinated with and the story element. I used to be a TV news reporter and I was in television years ago and I love doing the feature stories. You know, yeah. the hard news stories sort of sort of write themselves, you know, they sort yes. of, but the feature, you meet someone and there's such stories there. So I, I would encourage anybody to, you know, jump in and check out my webpage, judyoscom.com. And if you have an interest, we can jump on a call and check out the podcast and check out the course. I, I will say that for, for you and your listeners on the Tiny Habits and Strengths for Entrepreneurs, uh, I would like to give you all uh, uh, a discount 50 on there. So I'll give you a coupon code to put on your website if you want. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we'll put so, that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, the show notes. And so people can can take take the uh, the course and for half price. And oh, I, I think great. it's a good deal. And it's fun. They'll, they'll have to take the assessment. So they'll get their top five. And that's worth the money, too. So so I'll, I'll be, I would be honored to uh, do that for you guys. And oh, your we appreciate audience. that. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's I'm, great. I'm telling you, it was, um, it was certainly worth what I spent and more. I have enjoyed it so much and I've enjoyed this time with you. So my listeners will, will put uh, how to get in touch with you and uh, you can let us know um, the code. We'll put that in the show notes as well. And I just appreciate you so much being here. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to the next time. Talk to you oh, later. Thank you. So there you have it. That's my interview with Dr. Judy. And I know that you found joy in it like I did, but you can go to the show notes and there uh, will be a link and a discount code if you decide you want to sign up for her class. Like I said, I have done it and the coaching session with her and both were just great for me and just a great addition to my results from the Strength Finders assessment. Have a great week. 